Yo, yo. Yo, yo. What's good, everyone? Coming on top of the top, man. Live and direct from two different locations. As B said last episode, this is this is our fucking reality now. This is the world we live in now. Welcome to Popscast Season 2, Episode 5, Fear of a Black Planet. If you don't know what we're referencing, Google it. I don't have the time to talk to you, and I know B doesn't. <laughs> Facts, man. So, yo, there's a lot, but a little that's happened. Um, so we'll just go through the formalities at first, man. Actually, before we start talking about some other shit, Pop's Playlist. I know this is going to be man. a good one. What you got? Um, yo, just released the other day. Um, Run the Jewels came out with a new banger. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. <laughs> like, killer, killer Mike makes me want to go out and stab something, man. Like, <laughs> and like, <clears throat> that's all like national spokesperson, man. And I love, man, that dude is just so, that dude is just special, man. Like, I don't know, man. Like, that album is is dope, man. The old school cuts, the old school samples, man. It's just, it's, it's a fucking He's got, fire album, man. Killer Mike either makes you want to, like, power slap and clothesline somebody, like, on some <laughs> Zangief Street Fighter shit, no, or no. it's just mad inspirational, like, with his fucking, um, um, his grind series albums. They're all fucking, they're all fucking dope. So, man, but, I'm, I'm on some... Shit. <laughs> they released it early too right they released Yo, it i think yesterday yesterday they yeah, announced yeah. tuesday or something like that they're like no we're dropping this shit today yeah so. no nah, they, they just put it out yesterday and then it was it's just been in rotation the last 24 hours for me so i'm not even gonna front bro i, I haven't even checked that shit out yet you're no you uh, will appreciate I will. it because i know you're a huge I'm sure mike fan so you're gonna like you're gonna love everything Yo, the old school the jewels is dope Run the Jewels is dope, but then, like, the production, I can only take a little, like, it's kind of, like, electro-synth-ish, so I can only really fuck with, like, a little bit of it. Uh, not a little bit, but, like, I can't listen to it, like, nonstop, like, how I could with, with Mike's older work with the shit. I mean, all their, most of their This album, slaps, the production so. is good, man. You can tell Nas didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <No>. Nas. <laughs> Smart really. Nas. <laughs> <laughs> Never too early for Spice, man. Nah, uh, run the Jewels 4. That's a good one. Um, I'm a shout out Freddie Gibbs. I haven't listened to his shit yet. But, Me neither. But, Al- Me but neither. Um, I heard his shit with uh, Alchemist is dope. I heard Alchemist brings his better stuff as opposed to Lulu, which is important because Lulu, that's not it, Chief. Missed, um, man. I will go back in time a little bit because... Not like recently, I've been on this West Coast kick as well as like a obviously conscious, like a lot of conscious or, or more militant shit. So Paris, sleeping with the enemy, mm. is a great fucking album that signifies um, the times in the early '90s and all the strife that was going on back then and still continuing today. Obviously, but also um, he was he was a uh, a member of the nation. So oh, there's okay. a lot of references in there and shit like that too that I think people appreciate if they've been that closely tied to hip hop. Um, so you saying so he, yeah, is man. he like Jay Electronico before Jay Electronica? Yes, he makes fire, he man. makes mention of like the fruits of, uh, fruit of Islam mm. um, and a bunch of he makes some other references and shit like that. And he talks about being a bush killer and shit like that and um, 
it's it's wild man it's wild and it's dope so everyone go back in time and listen to that shit so paris sleeping with enemy is my joint heat check i came prepared this time Uh no chocolate Uh (laughs) i'm not gonna do the dad yoga so i'll go first i was gonna say i'm not not doing dad yoga today this this wall is right behind me (laughs) might hold me up but my leg don't bend that way so i'm gonna go with the most la shit that i own you already know cortez's Classic black, Cortez, black and white Cortez staple. Um, I had uh, Leah finally fits the ones you guys got her for her birthday last year, so it's exciting. Ah, damn. She was rocking the she was rocking the Tezes. Uh, the it's other so day. odd. It's so odd the fucking size kids because they're like, oh, like I my know. kids are size seven C, and then all of a sudden they're like, no, she's a nine C now. Yeah, or yeah, then yeah. you're like, she's a four C. Six months goes by, she's a five C now. I'm like, what, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit? Yeah, no, she can finally fit the Tezas now, man. She was That's rocking up, the other man. day, man. I got to send you a flick, too. True um, blue Angelino, man. That's the sure dude. What sure you do. got? I'm going to take it off just because it's easier, but... It better be Jays. Yes. 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 <laughs> Fire Reds, fours, man, you know. Got to do the up. Jays today. As promised. Okay. Yep. Yep. So. You're, you're a man of your word. I know that shit. Nah, no doubt. Except for yesterday morning when we were supposed to record that. Overslept. <laughs> I'm not putting that out in the world. You put that shit out nah, in the world. I own my shit, man. <laughs> short, short backstory. Everybody, we were supposed to record yesterday, early in the morning, and I always felt odd because early in the morning feels kind of weird. But I was like, you know what, fuck it, man. You got to, you got to get some shit off your chest. And I no, totally no, no. agree with it. So I was like, all right, like let's do 7 a.m. Six or six. We'll do six forty-five for the warm-up and kind of like mess with mess with yeah, stuff. All that. Six forty-five comes around. I was like, oh, here's the invite to Zencaster. So we're rocking with Zencaster for now. So tentative shout out to Zencaster. Maybe, we're not maybe, fucking we, with maybe we shouldn't no have plugged it yet. Six forty-five rolls around. It hits you with the links or six. Then seven seven eighteen rolls around. I'm like, all right, he probably got caught up in some shit. Nine o'clock, you hit me up. Nine yeah, something. About that. Yeah. You're like, I just woke up. Like, All right, well deserved. Well deserved. I'm not even. Yeah, nah, I, I can't I even it. it was no story. It was no earthquake, no nothing. I was just like, yo, man, I, I slept in. <laughs> oh, man. But now, nah, so, so we were supposed to do it yesterday. But then, honestly, if we would have did it yesterday, I wouldn't have been able to shout out Killer Mike and run the jewels. So. That's true. <laughs> That's true. See, it, okay. everything worked out. Yeah. So, who, who's on your deck for the shout outs? Fuck, man. There's like a long list, man. Like, honestly, today, man, I don't want to do anything but shout out George Floyd, man. That's it, man. That was a father um, who lost his life tragically, man. Not to start off on a somber note, but on a very real note, man. Like, um, we'll, we'll put this one out for George Floyd. I, I believe his memorial Bet. is happening today, I think. Is it? Oh, that's what's up. So I hope I they televise that, that shit, man. Yeah, I think they will. Um, I think the thing I'm most happy about was that they, they, um, Convicted the, the the three other four other officers or all four of the officers. They charged um, him, yeah, before, yeah, yeah, before his memorial, which I think that's about as uh, you know. Obviously, we could have wanted that sooner, but um, I think as far as the justice standpoint goes, I think that's about as swift as we could have gotten. So, um, as swift as it would have been allowed for sure. Because if it was a black cop killing a white dude, that motherfucker would be under the jail right now. Wasn't there a show okay. called First Forty Eight? that's exactly what they're talking about <laughs> was they're gonna, judge, is gonna be in, judge would be in his fucking pajamas like guilty don't yeah, need to hear yeah, yeah. guilty sentenced <laughs> to 82 he, life sentences he's on the golf course man i knew already, man <laughs> fair fair um, <laughs> what about you man 
So two shout outs, right? So the first one is to black people in general, I'll yeah. say. Black people all around the world, because that you know, we see you protesting around the world. It's like, dude, if fucking and there are probably no black people in Dublin, Ireland. Maybe I don't know, maybe there aren't, but if Dublin, Ireland, home of the whitest white people in the world are fucking home of corned beef and cabbage. Are, <laughs> Haggis? Oh, no, no, that's Scotland. My bad, my bad, my bad. I'm not trying to be fucked up towards, I know Scottish and Irish know, people right? have some beef with each other, but, yo, if Ireland's out here wilding, like, yo, what the fuck y'all doing? Like, it's time to open up your eyes, you know what I mean? And we'll get to it later, because I, I definitely want to focus on you, but um, Black people in general have contributed so much to American society, and they are, they are <clears throat> so much of the culture, if not all of it. Um so I want to shout them out. Second thing I want to shout out is uh, my boy Gerard. Um, man, two nights ago, um, I want to say either two or three nights ago, um, some kids were setting off fireworks. I don't know if they were protesting. I'm not sure if they were just, you know, being kids. But um, the fucking fireworks hit the top of his building and fucking burned his shit down. So Whoa. him and his him and his uh his wife and his uh his wife and his two girls, like they got displaced, man. Thank God, like um they they didn't have insurance, I don't think. Um, mm. but the landlord put him up at a spot or the somebody put him up at a spot and then their job actually his job put him up at a better spot, but he lost a gang of shit and I was like, Man, first of all, to be black in America is hard enough. And then in the middle of this shit to lose your fucking place of residence is I can't even imagine the last thing you need what was right going now. on. And the the thing that's wild is that he was playing Call of Duty while he was, and he was up. So I was like, man, if you know, two or three minutes go by before you figure out what the fuck is going on, like those two or three minutes could have made a big difference. For so sure. I was like, well, for once, video yeah. games kind of <laughs> saved save people. Um, so shout out to Gerard, man, yeah, he's doing well. That's what's up, man. Um, his a bunch of people from Nike Talk put a GoFundMe together, um, and it people came through and showed the fuck out um but there's some other shit going on too with him so if you guys are interested i'll put some we'll put some links up at some later point in time yeah Yeah, some amazon links or something like that to help him out so g i see you man love you uh hope you're doing well so yeah but i mean now where is it what city is he in is that here in la he's in brooklyn bro uh yeah I don't know so if he's near Flatbush. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's near Flatbush. So my other boy was telling me yesterday, he's like, or two days ago, he was just like, yeah, Brooklyn's kind of weird because it's long. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, have, I have no sense of geography when it comes to New York. I yeah. just know the boroughs and that's it. But he's like, yeah, he was, thankfully he lives close and he's the one who hit me up. Because, you know, some people don't want to reach out and be like, hey, I need help. And that's, yeah, that's Did everyone's. Did he lose like a bunch of stuff? Like, like all his stuff was burnt out? Like I'm yeah, cold, yeah. everything. Jesus. All of his electronics, I think his bedroom was mostly water and smoke damage, but like the girls' room was just fucked. And like, you know, they, they I think they pay attention to things more than adults do, maybe. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you don't, you real obviously when you're a kid, you realize you lose a house, but I don't think you understand all the financial implications that go with it, as opposed to like, oh my God, I, you know, whatever stuffed animals are like, All this stuff in the house is gone. Like, yeah. And that's Man. that could be more important to him. So I mean, hopefully there's I think there's an Amazon wish list that's that's gonna be out. And when it does, we'll put it out uh, on social media as well. Yeah. So um shout out to you again, Gerard. Um, yeah, to you, man. But man, let me 
pass this shit off to you because I know I asked you this earlier, but I was like, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then let, keep it moving from there. Now, um, and the how are you question, um, it's some people just don't qualify to ask, how are you? <laughs> just being real. People need, to, people need to hear that shit, though. Yeah, people just some aren't qualified because I don't, if I don't know you have a relationship with you, um, then I don't need rhetoric from you. Like, I, th- I think it should be automatically assumed that this <laughs> shit is fucked up. Um, yeah. Obviously, from the people close to me, um, I accept that all day. Um, but for anybody else, man, just um, I have like this this duplicitous approach to things. Like, at, there's moments where it's just like cool, and then I could be like the Wayne Brady, like the approachable black guy. Um, and then there's other times where I could be fucking Huey Newton, man, like, and just pissed off. So um, just a cautionary tale to anybody approaching anybody, um, any black people or, or people experiencing the struggle right now. Um, eggshells are always better. <laughs> like, just, yeah. just tread lightly. Um, be give cautious. Them space, man. Or, yeah, give them the space. And when people are ready to talk, ready to talk. And I think... Um, I try to like I'm I'm pretty level headed. I'm pretty like a, a calm dude. Like I don't really spaz like that. I'm not really that type. Mm-hmm. Um but um there's days where I'm like open to conversation, man. People have hit me up. Um mad people, especially through social, like people have hit me up wanting to talk and ask questions. And <laughs> you sent me this this incredible link from <laughs> from our, our queen and light skinned savior, Amanda Seals. <laughs> <laughs> she, she um her energy is different um and everybody's going to be responding differently and and to your credit man you said the beautiful thing the other day you can't teach people how to how to you can't have an opinion about how people respond to certain things and yeah. until you are in that and until you understand it um and live it then you don't really have the space to give an opinion and i think that um there's so many people giving opinions and it's just like, yo, that unqualified, yo, disrespectfully shut the fuck up. Not even respect. Oh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is out here wilding. Drew Brees needs to get hit with a golf club. Like he, he walked his he shit def- back, but it's like, bro, you said what you said. Yeah, and you fucked up. often in many cases, in all honesty, I don't give people the benefit of the doubt when they have a knee jerk reaction to something on the fly. Right. I think yeah. that if you're actually you smart and that, you, and that you know, <laughs> Yeah, if you know it's a sensitive subject, you're just like, yo, let me gather my thoughts and yeah. I'll I'll say something afterwards. And it's not to say that and for and in some cases, which is true, there there's gonna be people who come through with the whole we need to solve everything with peace, love and understanding, or whatever. And there's gonna be people like, Yo, this is fucked up. So yeah. I think even after the fact when they come out with their statement, you kinda know where they stand and that if they, they're like, Oh, I don't care about my money anymore or like, no, no, this is real fucked up. But Drew Brees had to walk his shit back today. I was like, uh, I agree, Drew Brees, fuck out of here. Yeah. Um And that's like so many foot and mouth moments where people just you know, they just have to, like you said, just tread lightly and yeah. make sure like, you know, Sometimes it's, it's all right not to say something. You don't have to always yeah. have something to say. You don't always have to put your two cents in. Sometimes you could just sit back and just let it happen. So that's my word of advice. I think the overall arching whole uh, shit that's going on is it's it's scary out there, man. That's I think that's the biggest thing is like 
you know, we have this format and this platform um, as fathers, and that's the scariest shit as a father. Like, you don't. Right. And it's hard. I sit there and I, I try to, like, you know, you want to be connected, you want to watch, you want to see everything, but then you just get so angry at everything. You just, you don't. And, and then you got to have conversations with your kids about, my older kid, about, you know, what happens when the cop gets you or pulls you over? Like, what do you do? Like, he's right. he walks to and from school every day. And then, like, man, there's so many layers to this shit, man. Like, we worked our asses off to be able to afford to live in, like, a nice area, a nice neighborhood. And then you work so hard to get that. And that's just as dangerous as living in, like, the crime-infested, like, neighborhoods of the world. Like, mm-hmm. there's no difference. There's, like, this parallel. It's, like... You work your ass off to be put, you're still in danger. And then you, you right. go and live in like the fucking impoverished neighborhoods with the fucking crime riddled streets. And then you're, it's no different than living in the nicest neighborhood when you're a black person. It is not safe for black people anywhere in America. There and really is. And that's the message, man. And then people are like, you know, fuck, I don't want this to be like a session where it's just like <laughs> some like venting shit all the time, but. Nah, um, man. You did, people need to hear this shit, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just honest. Like, yeah, it's honest, but like, yo, it's just like the conversations are, are they're just it's people. People have to understand like the why behind what's happening now, and the why yeah. behind it is as I shit. I, I thought everybody was aware, right? I just didn't think people gave a fuck. Yeah. Because you can't not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't know how you're not aware, but all right. Um, so the, the breakdown is, is like, this is like hundreds of years of oppression and you're the boiling point. And then at some point as a human being, you have a, a threshold and you can only get to so much to where you just break. And this is the breaking point. Um, the tanning effect of America, Steve Stout calls it, um, everybody's taking from black culture and then people get up like why are you guys upset (laughs) because everyone everybody want to be black until it's time to be black and then they just you know dip it's just everyone wants to take and then it's just like fuck man like all right well that's cool you could take but just give the proper respect and then it's never happened we've never gotten the proper respect we've never gotten anything from it just taken from and then you have the audacity to to fucking tell people um, you know, like the all lives matter shit, and it's just like, oh my god, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, man, and I try Bro. again. I'm trying to like stay level headed about it, and it's just like, cool, that's the goal, <laughs> but yeah. that's not the reality. So well, like, it's it's interesting because my wife spoke to me about some shit real briefly, and she's like, "Has your job said anything?" I was like, "Nah, they haven't said anything. I don't really expect them to say anything. It's a large organization. We do have some um, people of color." at the at or near the top but um that's just not how the bureaucracy works and she's like well i expected more um from my leadership and they did talk about it so for me and then you know it's just like you're not even gonna check on your black employees to be like dude if you need it thankfully your job did and when you should tell me that they're but um you're not even gonna check on them be like dude we understand you have to work but we also understand there is this collective rage that has been not just now but probably your whole life bubbling that you have to deal with being black and work. And that's an additional trauma on top of the pandemic that's going on. 
So at least address it, right? If you're not going to offer any resources, at least address it. And I think that more employers need to be cognizant of that and, and, and say something, even if you don't get it right. Like so many people are fucking scared to get it like wrong now. I'm like, you will get it wrong because you're not black. Yeah. That's, that's my advice, right? 100%. If you're not black, you're not going to get it right. But what you have to understand is when people clap back at you, when people tell you this, that, and the third is like, okay, I get it. Right. Or, or not, I get it, but like, I understand and I'm still trying, like take the criticism with some grace and dignity and keep it moving and be like, I'm going to keep trying. Don't get defensive about it. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? See, like, I appreciate don't, don't that. that like, I appreciate that. I appreciate anybody who's um, making the effort. And I think, and I can't speak for all black people, but I can speak for myself as a black man. I respect anybody who's going to put themselves out there and like attempt to do better. Like it's yeah. gonna be a clunky process until people are well versed and educated in like what's proper protocol and what's not, because there isn't a guidebook. Like it's been disregard for so long. So now if this is what it took to get people to understand and to have a conversation, then fucking so be it. Like yeah. whatever. Like I can't we can bitch about why haven't you? But that that doesn't solve anything for me, at least. It doesn't make any difference why you haven't. But right. if, if today's the day when we can have these honest conversations about shit, then let's fucking have them. Like, let's do yeah. that all day. And I, yeah. I welcome, I welcome conversations. Um, I was telling you about these two cats, these these young dudes, man, they're like nineteen and twenty-three. Oh shit! Um, they own this company called Ink Coffee, and they do these mocktails, and they do these. Their product is phenomenal. Um, oh, did you get hooked up, bro? Product is phenomenal. Fam, I was, we'll put the link up too for in coffee so people That's can go support up. man. But um, Korean Korean young dudes, man, and um, they reached out to me and they just said, "Hey, we have questions and we don't know what's right and what's wrong." Like, right. it's people are scared to like people are scared because they don't want to offend and they don't want to say the wrong things. And if those are people's intentions to come out the gates with, I'm okay with having a conversation if it's with the intent. Yeah. To not just get the information, be like, cool, I got it. But like now, what are you going to do with it? And the thing that I respected about them, and when we talked about it beforehand, I was just like, yo, what is this about? Like, why are these guys reaching out? Like, yeah. on, like, like, what are we really, really doing here? I don't know you like that. Yeah, 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 I don't know you like that. But then like, I've, you know, you can sense people's energy and you felt like it was like intentional. So like, we sat down, they came, they came to the office and they sat down with me for like a, oh, two hours. And they were just asking me a bunch of questions and like, what's right? And like, who can we donate to so that we know it's going directly to people who are, it's going to help. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a very, very, very small business and they're, they're not, you know, they're not like some million dollar company, but they want to take whatever they're making and take 50% of it and not just donate once, but they're like, I want to like be like on a weekly basis or we can donate something like in the long run. They're not just doing like right. a, a Instagram post today just to get some clout and to get some, yeah. get some props and trendy shit. They're like, we want to make this like a, a regular habit for us. Man, so I can I, only respect that. I saw that. Shout out to Inc. I saw the link yesterday, I think, when he posted up or I checked him out because I know that we had spoken about it earlier. And I saw like I didn't I didn't read the about me section or anything like that. And I remember you saying that they were Asian. But as soon as I saw that they were selling banana milk, I was like, these motherfuckers are Korean. Yeah. <laughs> banana milk is a distinctly Korean thing. Don't believe the hype. Anybody yeah. else that says they make. Uh, that's one thing I'm glad to own as a Korean man. <laughs> like, yeah. Banana milk is Korean. 
All right. No, so not. shout out to them. They took that too. <laughs> they took your banana milk. <laughs> it was Korean. <laughs> you thought? <laughs> I thought it was Korean. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it's it is heartening to see what people are doing, right? Yeah. At least on my end, it's heartening to see. Um, I what one piece of advice I will give people. I've already kind of said it on social media if you've went to my personal, but so I don't tell people how to feel or how to react to certain things when you're not the one that's being oppressed for 400 years. And two, if you're a person of color, don't talk about your own struggles. Yes. This is not about you right now. This is comparative struggles are how you, how this, how like a divisive, like how things get so divisive yeah. out here. 100%. Like, don't fucking compare, man. Like, shit's bad okay shit's bad especially for black people i'm not saying yeah. it's not bad for non-black people I'm, I'm saying it's especially bad for black people you need to chill yeah. and listen and it's fucking enraging to, to, for people to express shock now i'm like no yeah this is exactly what's going on i was like if you motherfuckers consume all this shit and it's just like and i want to talk about that shit too um but it's like i'm gonna just say this real quick because i want to get back to no, you no, and, like, good, the talk, and, and the talk but Anyone that's non-black in America, you need to understand that you have consumed black culture. You have consumed it. You have enjoyed it. I don't give a fuck how racist you are or how racist you don't think you are. Black culture is all over American culture and is most of what American culture is. Okay? If you want to talk about tuna casserole, that's white culture. Okay? <laughs> black people and minorities don't fuck with that shit. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it might be okay, but but... So for yeah. you to just be out here and, and you can't don it and doff it and, and just throw it away when it suits you. You've got to show out. You've got to love black people like you love black culture. And fact, even fucking Asians are just like, well, we have our own thing. And like I have, you know, there's an ongoing discussion with me and some of my Asian American homies where they, I don't think that there's African, I don't think there's Asian American culture per se, right? I think there is for Latinos, you have the uh, Chicano culture and mm -hmm. I think you have African American culture. And I think we, Kind and of choose Latino one of culture because we just exactly. get fucking lumped in with the fucking miscellaneous. Is, they, you get lumped into both on occasion, yeah. so it's like, <laughs> kind of like oh, what the, fuck is, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. So that that's that's true. Um, and I think that we don't have one, and I think that we tend to mimic one or the other, or try to kind of we verge towards one or the other. Um, obviously, you know which way I went. Yeah. But. I think it's fucking wild that like you can't you like you don't think about this. It's like K-pop and shit like that. That's from black people. Now Koreans are probably gonna be mad as fuck at me. Asians or whoever the fuck listens to K-pop are gonna be mad as fuck at me. Bro, do you think that they got that shit from a barbershop quartet? They didn't right. get it from Instinct. <laughs> they didn't get it from Backstreet Boys because they where did they get it Instinct, from? Yeah, yeah, they didn't get it from a barbershop quartet. They got yeah. it from motherfuckers who dance like in unison and sang in unison, like Temptations, Silights, all mm -hmm. that shit. So. Do your history and understand that we consume black culture, black art on a daily basis. Pay homage right. and make sure that you shine the light, man. And fucking don't don't be don't get defensive. Like this is our own thing. It's like no, those dad hats that your dad hats weren't cool till black people start rocking. Jays weren't cool till till black people or a black person said this is cool. This right. is what I'm rocking with. What look at all the fucking oh you got the new whatever the fuck. How many of those are from non-black people? I'll wait. One, one. 
maybe one hand, maybe one hand yeah. I can think of. And three of those three of those shoes are probably made out of mayonnaise. All right. Like <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's how I feel about this shit. I'm just like, you can't con- don't consume and not pay homage yeah, and, and back, do your man. part to to put to put shit back. You know what I mean? Um and I think too that even amongst my Asian friends, I'm like, oh, like they don't most of them don't know what the talk is. Yeah. But all of my like black friends and neighbors asked me straight up, like, even though, you know, Kennedy looks Asian as fuck, I don't know what my son's gonna look like, but they're like, yo, when are you gonna have the talk? I'm like, I don't know. So that's what I'm leaning on you for. Yeah. Like I know that you just said that you talked to um to Bass, but when did you first have the talk with him? A while ago when he first it's been years because Bass had been walking to school for years. So like we had that conversation a long time ago. Just about <laughs> who he is, what his culture is, where he's from, and where he's at today. And it's not we can only protect you from so much. And the fucked up part is like he had to talk at like seven, eight, which is crazy. Yeah. Like it is. That's fucked up that we blatantly have to rob our children's innocence because that's just the way it is. And it's ne- and it's necessary too. Yeah. Cause you can't necessary. just be ignorant out here and just think that you're the same as, as fucking um, the Hellman's jar mayonnaise that you sit next to in class. You're not. <laughs> right. You're not the same. Right. Opportunities right. are not the same, man. And, not even close. And that's what I was having this conversation with um, um, my boy the other day, Anthony, and he, I was telling him how it's like I even have like a certain level of like survivor's remorse, right? Because you, you, you've made it this far in life and you're doing like we're doing well in life. Like, and it's just like, you feel guilt for that. You feel like, damn, like you feel like a certain level of guilt just because you know so many people who weren't able to figure it out and even to make make it it, or like make it in light, just like dead. Like they just don't make it. And you, you almost feel guilt about it, but you're like, fuck man. Like our obstacles that we have to overcome just to get to like a level playing field to get to not, it's never level, but like to ground zero of it. Um, to be able to start to build, it's just like yo, know, you gotta like go through mad hurdles and obstacles to get there, right? Versus somebody just has like you know nepotism. <laughs> Here's the company. <laughs> yeah, generational wealth, man. Generational wealth, man, and we just never had that. So for me, like, I want to like teach my kids and like my sons and my daughter that you work, or we worked our asses off. And it's like the sacrifice that we had to make to make sure that you have the same opportunity to a certain degree as the next person. Notice it's always an asterisk. <laughs> like it's never just yeah. clean. It's never just so you have the same opportunity. Yeah. No. No. It's just so you can be you can live a better life. That's it, man. Like so how did you how did you how did you specifically frame it to him, like in terms of having the talk? Um well, we're heavy, like, on just teaching him his culture in the household anyway. Like, um, we talked about it in the prior seasons. Like, my, my wife's um, uncle is, like, it's fucking renowned um, artist in Puerto Rico. So, mm-hmm. um, Chamaco Ramirez. So, it's, like, his culture is rich. And that's the thing, too, I think that's a little bit more frustrating about living in California versus I think New York is that California, there's so many cultures here and I don't feel like there's like 
they really push like how proud they are of their culture here. It's very muted. Mm-hmm. Where in New York, it's like when Puerto Rican Day Parade is going on, you know, like <laughs> the whole shut city down. shuts down. I mean, weeks, uh-huh. months before, like you see like people selling the Puerto Rican flags, like every there's just pride, like little Ethiopia, the food is celebrated. Here it's just yeah. very like eh. Like there's sections, but there's it's sections kind of like... and you gotta find like pockets to like I when there's that's... something going on, you gotta go find it versus you can't miss it. I don't yeah, that's the, I don't know what that is. I think it's maybe just Californians have a little bit more of a laid back attitude and that's why they're saying but it's wild because there's so much culture here, and it's just like it's, I don't. I just don't feel like it's. I feel like it's celebrated, but it's not like screaming to the mountaintops, like right. "Yo, let's go!" Except if people you go to a Dodger game. <laughs> yeah, on certain nights, like yeah. oh, it's Korean night yeah. or, it's, yeah. or it's Mexico night or whatever. For sure. You know, people out here look at Puerto Ricans like they're fucking like aliens. They're like, yeah, "What the yeah. fuck? What is that? What are you doing here? <laughs> it's like you're supposed to be in the tri-state area." <laughs> That's probably was that the same way in New York when yeah. people look at like Mexicans like Dude, yeah, you're hella far from Mexico. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Mexican food is like. What is that? <laughs> That's interesting. What is, what is, that is interesting though? <laughs> you mean because there's, there's <laughs> there is like a lot of there's a lot of different cultures out here and I, it's hard for me to find it. Um, yeah, you got to look I for love, it. I I love like finding different foods and there's a little Ethiopia out here. There's a K town. There's a Chinatown, um, the little Filipino town, Thai town. Um, I think there's either a little Tehran too, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like for us, like we things. live in like the South Bay, right? Like little Ethiopia is like, or Ethiopian food. You, you got to go by like El Camino, like in this one, like, it's a strip mall. Two block me, like a block radius yeah. and like find like. And I didn't even know that was out here, bro. Yeah. I yeah. thought I'd have to go fucking, I'd have to go, I thought I'd have to go south towards like the 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Like, or north towards like past the 10 to where near Fairfax is at. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only place that's I thought there was. And and then Colombian food, I fucking love Colombian food. And there's one restaurant out here and it's not even a restaurant. They have to make it like, like a mini market slash restaurant mm-hmm. to, to make ends meet. I'm like, fuck man. Yeah. But that. That's an interesting point, but I'm glad that he's getting his. It would be awesome for him to have the experience of a Puerto Rican Puerto Rican Day Parade, hundred percent, like out here. You know what I mean? Sam's or getting someone pregnant, mean. but <laughs> in the Bronx. Um, but yeah, you're right, man. Like that's so. Like when he had that talk, we we he understands like his culture and where he's from. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't necessarily understand that shit's not fair. Like, okay. so we have honest conversations with him, but he still doesn't understand it because he hasn't seen the other side to it. So it's like you tell him about these stories and these experiences and he's just like, wait, that really happens? Because that's just not his experience in life, which is mm-hmm. a good thing. But he's just like, that stuff really happens. That's crazy. Like, that's so far removed from him. He's not even. So, it's not, it, when, you, when you tell him about like Eric Garner and even going further back to Diallo and stuff like that, like, he just, so obviously he knows that it's a thing, but yeah. he just, does he, does he think it's like outside of the realm of possibility for him or does he just, I think he's a just like, bit wow. of that, just because like there's a, there, we try to keep him like a healthy amount of shelter, right? Like, we don't want to like, <clears throat> Look, how we choose to do it is he still has his shelter, but also, like, you have to be aware and informed and educated. So he watches right. the news, like CNN and 
things like that where we'll watch everything, even like on social, like I'll let them see like some videos and seeing people how upset and how passionate they are about what's going on. And he's terrified. Like, <clears throat> and he thinks it's just like, yo, what world do these people live in? Cause I haven't seen that for me. Like my friends treat me well. Like, I don't know that there's anything. It's just like, you don't want to instill fear in him, but you do yeah. need to instill fear in him that in the back of your mind, it's cool. He, it's cool now. Yeah. <laughs> but in the back tougher. of the do you do you, in the back of your mind, do you just feel like you're like well, you'll see? Is it one of those things? Where you're yeah, like, I do. I, I feel like I hope it never does. I really hope he doesn't yeah. see it. But when it does happen, he'll have a reference point to be like, ah, this is what they were talking about. So he shouldn't right. be caught off guard when it does happen. And like right. you know, in the workplace too. And then I think about like pee all the time, like women, black women in the workplace, especially in the tech space, in the creative space. Like <laughs> that's a, that's a fucking joke man like it's a wasteland out there yeah it's crazy like black women are the most educated group in america the most educated and likely i don't know the specific numbers one of if not if not the one of the most underpaid even when it comes to vc funding and shit like that they're just like automatically if if you're black not interested because you don't look like me yeah so i just you know like i'm I really tell people like I don't really have a right to complain or anything like that. I've been and other minorities I think need to understand this too that we live in such a bubble of our own privilege as well. I think everyone has a level of privilege, right? Yeah. I would say that even as a black man, you know, yeah. a black woman, right? Yeah. So there's some Absolutely. privilege there as well. But there's also mm-hmm. privilege of being a black woman that even though you are a danger, you might not face and you know this is just me off the cuff here i'm not quite sure because you know there we there's also sandra bland there's also been women of color Mm -hmm. who've been or black women in particular who've been victims of police but there's there's a certain level of privilege and we need to look at that and to your point earlier i think that when we have these conversations with our black friends our black family and stuff like that don't make it about yourself but also understand that it's going to be uncomfortable even growing up being as close to black and brown people specifically black slash African-American or Mexican-Americans and Mexicans in general, there's a lot of anti-black and anti-brown sentiment in Asian communities. Mm -hmm. People might not think that way, but that's just the way it is. And you need to unpack that. And I needed to unpack that and talk about it and be like, I can, if shit happens by my house and I have to call it and I have to call the police, I know my wife's not going to do it and I don't want her to do it. Mm -hmm. I want to do it. She does it. And something happens, and they and she answers the door. They might shoot her because, yeah. like, what are you doing in this house? Correct. And we live in a predominantly black neighborhood, but there's still that fear because the police are still the police, and we know where they came from. You know what I mean? So, uh, the, the just the idea of having the talk, I'm like, I don't even know how to fucking approach it because he or she might never deal with that. But it's also like, how do you make them not cynical? You know what I mean? <clears throat> That's hard, man. It's a hard, it's a hard fine line, man. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't know how you don't make them because I don't want to impose my experiences on him yeah. and on the kids, but you just have to make sure they're aware and you, you hopefully you do enough to be able to raise good people to not be cynical, but just stay, keep your head on a swivel. That's all you can try to do for me. That's what we try to do. Yeah. And then like, you know, they're, they're happy kids and you don't want to take them from their innocence, but you can't hide them from it. Like, yeah. and I ask, I just, we talk 
open dialogue all the time. I ask him like, That's clutch. have you seen anything? Have you heard anything? What have you heard? What have you seen? And he'll tell me, he'll like, yeah, like the police, like, why did they, why did they kill him? Like, why did they do that? And I just said, I don't have an answer as to why, but what I do know is that the system is set up and you're automatically having a disadvantage just because of what you look like, because of where you come from. That's it. So it's a hard conversation to have, man. And that's what breaks hearts, man. Like I was showing you that, that video about the privilege video and it, yeah, you know, I broke down, like I was crying in front of Benji. I was like, I was so upset and it was like the perfect representation of it just because it was like, it wasn't anything you've done. You haven't done anything to deserve these disadvantages, nor have the other kids standing next to you that you sit in class with. Mm-hmm. They have not done anything to earn the advantages. They've just been given it. That's just how it is. And that sucks. Yeah. And the more I think, man, you look, you saw those kids' faces, and I just, I bro, I broke down. I just couldn't hold it. I was like, yo, this is the worst thing because I just remember being that kid in the back of the line where everybody you see advancing, and you're just back here like, fuck, I can't catch a break. Yeah, but then they and the the the, it speaks to their parenting too. The kids that were so shocked, they're just like, whoa, wait a minute. I mean, and I, I think you know, me and you grew up and. I guess what I'll call broken households yeah. or, or broken homes or whatever, but it's like, that was more of a thing across the board for us. So beside, but besides that, it's just like the level of income. And then even now I think you'll hear mm, specifically Asians are their Their cultures, our cultures are relatively um, conservative. I would say mm-hmm. traditional. Sure. So you'll hear people say, um, I'm socially uh, liberal, but fiscally, uh, conservative is like don't work like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're fiscally conservative, you're contributing to the systematic denigration of Black people in America. Hundred yeah, so, percent. You know, redlining and just you just have to fucking Google. Don't yeah. ask your Black friends, your Black family, man. Like just fucking yeah. Google, educate yourself, and then if you have an open line of communication with them, as thankfully I do, check up yeah. on them. But don't be like, oh my god, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like. People, black people have enough. To, I just, you know, black people have enough to deal with in your fucking liberal tears, and who, whoever you are. No you know what I mean? So, how do you like? How do you feel? Um, I was question for you because, like, it's important because obviously, like, by parents, Kennedy looks Asian, right? But who knows what your son's gonna come out looking like? Or later in life, if or Kennedy later looks, in life, Kennedy could, you know, being bro, P's twin, hundred percent. I I told P, and she disagreed, but I think initially I told P, I was like, I don't know that I'm qualified to have the talk with them because I'm not black. I could only hear, and I've been around. Thankfully, I've been around a lot of black people who have been open, open with me, very frank with me about what their lives are like. But it just it almost feels like it would be disingenuous if it came from me secondhand. Like I disagree because it's it's the same. Yeah, she, she did too. Yeah, it's the same concept. Like for like all of my white friends out there, like you have to have that talk with your kids too. But it's mm-hmm. coming from a different perspective, and that's okay. Like I'm not yeah. expecting you to have the same conversation because maybe the experiences aren't the same, but the tolerance levels should be equal. Like yeah. and what you should be, what's right and what's wrong. And I think there's nothing more powerful. It's 
when you aren't the voice of the oppressed and you still have as much passion about what's going on and speaking up and, and standing for the those people with the same angst, I think that's more powerful than anything. That That's true. I mean, and you'll see the establishment, like at, to what lengths they will go to silence the oppressed. They will sure go after that. their own people and they have been and they are now. And they're setting up their own people because their people want to be allies to mm-hmm. the oppressed. Just, you know, let that sink in. And that's true. It's a tough conversation for white people too. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm necessarily sympathetic for it. Cause it's like, if, if all things being equal, I'd rather have that conversation yep. being a white person than that conversation with being a black person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I we had a little back and forth and he's like, no, you can just tell them what your experience has been too. Cause not all of my experiences have been great with the police, but they've been way easier than, anybody else most other people that i know um and you know i just i i struggle because i am i'm not going to sit here and front and act like i'm not bitter about the way things have played out for my friends who are already successful my friends and family who are still struggling and i know they're fucking smartest people in the room but because they don't articulate themselves in a way that white america deems you know appropriate or that they don't um, do the same things that they do or they don't look the same way that they do like it's just it's a it's automatically a problem so yeah. for me you know i i i still don't know what i'm going to say to be honest with you um, for sure. i'm going to be very i'm going to be very open you know when when kennedy sees shit on tv and she asks me i'm gonna tell her this is what america is yeah. you know um and that there is privilege in everything that people do and that you need to do your part in having conversations with people that you might love and to, and to have that courage and say, no, man, this shit ain't cool. Cause I've, you know, I've ended in the last two years, I've, I've ended quite a few relationships, some on the low, some upfront. And I'm just like, the door is always open for you. I'll always love you, you know? And I, I tell them that, but until you unlearn your biases and, and educate yourselves on what's really going on in America. Like, I don't, I'm not interested in having dialogue with you if you're not even going to look it up. Yeah. I mean, if you have a different mindset, if you, if, if you've just, if this mindset's been passed on to you, like as an Asian American, you're just like, oh, I'm fiscally, um, not ratchet, but I'm fiscally, uh, fiscally conservative or whatever. Um, do your research. Yeah. Right. And then have the conversation. And I know that there's a lot of people right now that are saying like, oh, well, you know, good stuff happens when you have people from all different walks of life. And that's true. But I just don't have time for anyone who still bangs the Trump. No. I don't. No, I have like a moral compass, man. Like, I'm trying to figure out why he hasn't been assassinated yet. Like, (laughs) can we bring back assassinations and like... FBI is going to... FBI is going to show up to your door tomorrow. And they're going to be like, (laughs) yeah, they're like, look, I did... I mean... Did you mean it? We have to ask because you know even the FBI are not too happy about that shit, and I'm sure that there's nah. a lot of people who are saying wild shit too. And I was like, they're well within their right. And honestly, to that point too, um, real quick, I, I people make reference of like the roof Koreans and stuff like that, and it's like mm. if you are in that mindset and you can't empathize or have compassion for the people that are writing, and I'm not going to sit here. And act like I have all the answers, but you can't like just understand that writing is the language of the oppressed. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand why people are writing, why people are resorting to property violence and stuff like that, I'm not saying that you have to do it too, right? 
what I am saying is if you don't understand why they're doing that shit, then you haven't been oppressed enough and be thankful that you haven't. Yeah. Because this is a collective collective rage building up over 400, 500 years of people walling out. And they're just like, oh, they're taking our shit. It's like, dude, that sucks. And if you're a Korean immigrant, that sucks that people that don't look like you are coming in and being mean and all that shit like that. And they think of the riots and, oh, we got to protect our property. It's like, why did the riots start? Because a fucking store owner shot a little black girl in the back of the fucking head. That is why. You don't think that you wouldn't be mad about that shit? Huh? Like, come on. Like, understand that shit. So for me, it's just like, the property damage, it is what it is. You have you do have the assholes that are just like personal gain, but that's not for me to judge. That's up to them and their creator no doubt. to judge them in this life or the next. So Yeah, and I'm not and by the way, like I understand it. I'm not with all that shit, man. Like I I don't think that that's that's a solution that's that makes sense. But also in the same breath, I'm like, yeah, I understand the frustration. I look at like when his Kumbaya worked. Yeah, it, and I look at like when Leah throws a tantrum, like, and she throws some good ones. Like, she will lose her shit. Like, she'll take shit and fucking hurl it across the room, scream at the top of her lungs. It's almost nerve wracking because, like, I think we're gonna get child protective services called on us because she, oh, she screams so bad. Like, it sounds yes. like I'm beating her, and literally, she's sitting there, like, right there, like facing the wall, just yeah, just angry, like rage, and then. I look back at it. I was just like, yo, she's like mad hangry. Like I didn't give her a snack. Like that's my, that's my bad. Like She can no longer express herself yeah, in yeah, a way that's <laughs> productive. And then know? you could like look at it and be like, yo, she's like mad tired. I didn't give her a snack. It's just compiled. Like she's, she told me like, yo, I want a snack and I'm busy fucking scrolling through all this dumb shit right now. Uh, <laughs> and then like, she's just like, I, I told you I was hungry. So like, I look at the, the same way. It's just like, yeah, she's, there's better ways to express, but at that moment, that's what got the attention. And yeah. I don't feel like this is going to be a long-term thing. I think this, the, them convicting the other four guys is like the perfect way to start this process of like this shit not continuing. Um, but there's still things that need to be addressed. And until we fix the, the system, then it's not going to, it's not going to change. I don't understand how this country works off a rule book that was made in times where slavery was prevalent and it literally excluded black people. And we're still going by that same playbook today. That's that's crazy. That's, that's wild. Like It, it goes to show that the, the system was made this way and preserved this way because people keep talking about the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. So it's like, oh, most of them shit is hella old. I was like, and on top of that, you had to go into like what the late teens, the late teens to give women voting rights? Like, what the fuck? Are you... Bro, you the, wallet. bro, the 50s and 60s, <laughs> um, like, those were yeah. uncomfortable years for black people. Like, that was, it. shit was still not good then. Like, No, and it ain't so, good now. It's not good now either, man. So, I don't know, man. I just pray, like, our kids are, are um, we do our part with our kids, man. Like, I'm trying to be, um, I'm trying to be hopeful every single day that things are working towards getting better. It's going to be, you know, word to Nipsey Hustle, man. The marathon will have to continue. Man, we'll we need going. it here so bad. It yeah. is a marathon, man. This isn't a sprint. And um, for me, I'm just hopeful, man. And, and whatever can be done to give back, like, that's what I'm here for, man. Like Dame Dash said in his 
illustrious breakfast club interview man you hustle for your last name not your first and that's that was one of the people should still listen to dame excuse me because out of like the hundred retarded things he says <laughs> there's like gems, gems in there because in that gems, same interview he's like my son has the cookies, cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but you said you hustle for your last name your first it's like yeah it's a legacy man like you gotta it, put man. that out there and it's like and the hustle isn't just monetary people nah. don't get it twisted it's what you're doing outside of this shit and like you need to do more if you can and and on top of that too it's like if you can't be out there protesting because i know me and you want to be out there there's other things that are available that we can use to activate ourselves within the community and shit like that. So nah, there's no doubt, resources man. for that too. And we'll put that out there for you guys as well. If you feel helpless, you got to do something rather than nothing. And even if it means having, you know, uncomfortable conversations or cutting some people off in your life, then so be it. That's what, 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 that's so that should be highlighted too, man. Everybody doesn't have to be out there throwing Molotov cocktails at city halls. Like sometimes you can do things remotely and still contribute to the, to things moving forward. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. There's still respect and admiration for anybody who's going to still wave that flag, whether it's screaming it or silently, like from the comfort of your home and like donating or like getting involved or helping people out. Then there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's a yeah, good I had thing. like a, one of my friends yesterday I was talking to and she was just like, I don't have a big social media presence. I don't use social media for, I just use it to catch up with my friends. So I don't feel like I should, put things out there because i don't know what i'll do i said look man i don't have that many followers either i don't think i do um and a lot of them were probably bots or whatever but i was like if i can go out there and somebody who looks like me can at least look at things a little differently after what i've put out there out of the whatever however many messages that i'm gonna keep putting out there you touch one if i affect one person that's a win i'm good with that I'm good with that. Or if like I can we don't at least know who that one person back. is. That one person tree, right? That one person knows twenty people. When they touch them. It's just like it's like think of think of COVID, but in a positive way, right? So it's like you have the ability to infect somebody, but who are yeah. they going to pass it on to? So it's just like knowledge. It's just the flip side of this. Is, you know, you out here teaching these devils and shit. You can yeah, you can really you can really make a difference just by saying or just say, hey, that's not cool no more. You know what I mean? Because I got like. Uh, you know, going back again to just adopting black culture when it suits them, I was like, you can't do that, man. No, that shit's not, man. You know what I mean? Like, we cornered the market with breakdancing and shit like that, but I was like, you know where it came from. It's not that long ago. There's still videos of, of where breakdancing and shit no, came no, from. No. So I think that's fucking, I don't know. I, I, I don't know the answer, but I know I'm going to keep trying, right? No, and I'm not man. afraid to get it wrong. And people shouldn't be afraid to get it wrong either. I'm not trying to be holier than thou or nothing like that, but. I'm going to keep putting stuff out there. And if I get stuff wrong, feel free to reach out only if you're, not <laughs> yet, only if you're a minority. Okay? Cause this all lives. And this is the thing too. People get so mad. Some people get so mad at black lives matter. I think from like a journalistic, not journalistic, but like a writing standpoint, cause I do a lot of writing, but a writing standpoint and a marketing standpoint, it is fucking genius. Those three words let you know, what the other person thinks of you. Mm. So if you say black lives matter and somebody else says all lives matter, it means that they don't value black lives as much as others. And they are offended that you're bringing it to their attention. If they're saying blue lives matter, what they're saying is they side with the oppressor because the blue life isn't 
actually something. It, well, the blue life. No, it's a profession. So you, it's, it's, it's a profession. Option. You can take it off. Yeah, well, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, well, um, well, caterers' lives matter. Get out of here with that bullshit. So it's, it's fucking genius. So everyone, yeah. if you want to see where people stand, keep saying it. Exactly. Keep saying it. And, and, and the light will get shined on them and they'll let you know exactly where they stand. Because exactly. on top of that, other people like I think Gerard Carmichael, he's like, we're not asking that they're that they matter more. We're just like, just a little, yeah, just a little. And that was his I take love on it. Gerard he's like, Carmichael, man, and people are still mad about that shit. That yeah. you want to say that Black Lives Matter? Oh, they just matter a little bit. Can we at least admit that? No, all lives matter. Yeah. I'm too crazy. You're disrespecting the flag. Like the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. Like I ain't, I ain't with that shit. And most of the fucking veterans that I know too are just like, no matter how I feel about it, that's is that's their God given right to do what they want. Yeah. And even then, they're like, "What the fuck is like? Like people are actually arguing against this." Yeah, but that's just the people I know. Obviously, there's other people that need to be educated or unlearn. You know, no doubt, the, unlearn the system they've been raised in. But I mean, mm. it is what it is. Right? We got to keep trying. Shit. Nah, we so, keep you know, trying, man. Un- in the years of- to come, you know. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just saying, the years to come, you know, I'm going to lean on you heavily when it comes nah, to no doubt, having man. any sort of talk with Kennedy or 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 our yet-to-be-named son. No, uh, no doubt, my man. boy Ty was just like, call him Tyrus. And then, uh, no, you're like, Brandon. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that to him. You're not going to do it, Brandon. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, nah, man, yeah, I think I mean, that's ill, man. Like, you know, I'm always in for that, man. Like, I think that... Um, I love this, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you, man, for always, like, from the day I met you, man, like, you've always been the guy who's championing and waving the flag for, for what's right, man. And I, I just respect and applaud you, man. And I got to give you your flowers today. Because man, thank you. everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't have that same lens and the same filter, man. And it's, listen, I get it. Like, being complicit is easy. And I understand that. Like, it's safe. It's comfortable. No. And to not be um, as you've been is like, man, like there's more of that needed, man. And I think that um, I appreciate this platform that we're able to actually put some shit out and educate some people, man, today. And also, too, I don't want to leave today without also um, um, putting out. I know Black Tuesday was like the worst day for like the blackout thing, but like making sure people go out and vote the local and like change like your local legislation just because like if you mm-hmm. don't do that like the bigger picture it's very very difficult to to change that one percent without addressing the ground level first so your local communities be involved get um connected find out what these people stand for your mayors your governors and all these things and, like, get out there and vote that's like the most important thing that we could do to have our voice and, heard. and fill out your be- census too <laughs> be and, and, and there's a lot of people who are jaded. Like it's not gonna make a difference. It's like, how do you know if you don't try or keep You're trying? Right. It doesn't make it if you don't it do takes, shit. It doesn't it takes, do anything. For all this shit, it's like it takes you maybe 30 minutes to research your time. At which point in time, a lot of these motherfuckers be probably jerking into porn or playing video games or whatever. Just take that time aside to educate yourselves and pass that on to somebody else, even if you don't vote. But just start. You know what I mean? Like, no just doubt. start at the ground level and then go from there or at least do research on what's really going on with your tax dollars. Because whether you vote or not, they're still spending your money. If you don't want, if you don't like the way they're spending your money, at least at, from a selfish perspective, 100%. do that and understand that. So, uh, man, I appreciate the kind words of this, this platform. I'm, and I appreciate the grace that's been shown to me by 
the black community for me to actually say something and for me to get it wrong and for my loved ones to come out and say like when i did get it wrong when i didn't get it wrong or just to tell me how they feel because black people also are not a monolith yeah. right and you spoke to that where it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't write but you understand right so it's like if one don't use your singular experience with a black person who's cool or not cool with something to enable you to further your anti-blackness yeah that's what i'll say some people okay. don't care enough. Some people are tired of talking about it. Yeah. And they're just like, all right, whatever, dude, do you. And you think that that's a green light for you to to further your anti-black mindset? I'm not with that shit. So if you do do that, and if you have done that in the past, I understand how easy that is to do, right? Yeah. But I also, you also need to understand that you need to unlearn that shit. And if, you don't, if you're unwilling to do that shit, then don't follow this podcast. Nah, don't follow me. Don't follow I'm me. I'm cool. I'm cool on all don't that Don't follow shit, any man. of the dudes that we fucked with so far. Um but yeah, man, thank you for that. I no, love, no doubt, appreciate man. you. I mean, the fact that we're doing this together, it's, it's a new version of Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll call it Banana Milk and, banana milk and Ebony. <laughs> banana Milk and Black Sesame. <laughs> Shout out to Ink once again, man. I will not be drinking the Black Sesame. Yeah, that might be racist, no, but I will be drinking. Yo, that Black Sesame with oat milk was fire. Yeah, it slaps. Fire, bro. And they had this first chai, of all, and they had this chai that was like non harsh and aggressive and was so smooth and silky. I was like, Jesus Christ, you guys got some shit. No fucking way. Yeah, they got some shit, man. They got some. I'm shit. not gonna lie. There's some. There's some Asian shit that I like. Hard body, do not fuck with. And sesame, I was like, you're gonna make sesame milk, bro. No fire. Because I when I think of sesame milk, I think of, I think of, I was like, no, I think of sesame toasted sesame seeds. Or I think of fucking sesame up. oil. Yeah. yeah. Or I think of sesame oil. Like, aggressive. No, that shit's aggressive. Yeah. Like, you just need yeah. two drops of that shit. Yeah, you need a fucking vial. Yeah, and yeah, Asians, yeah. they just have a spout. They're like, no, eyeball. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just like, no. Like I fucked up a plenty of dishes with sesame oil. <laughs> well, ink, hey, ink, shout out to you guys for doing the right them, thing. Man. I'm going to tell people this too. Look, you don't have to post all the time on social media, but at least talk to the people you do know. Fine, right? Man. And keep at it. And keep at it, because as we know, things are going to die down, and I'll probably be, you know, responsible for this too. But just like things slowing down on top in terms of like social justice and stuff like that, but that doesn't mean you can't contribute. You know what I mean? Kick off, you know, just like tithing. It's like you got to put to a bigger cause and be like, yo, every check five bucks to initiatives to bail out protesters, or five bucks to um, NAACP or the ACLU or whoever. You know, just do your research, like B said, and and then roll with that. And the other side of it too, just as a, a, a one more thought too, um, I did want to shout out to Anthony um, from Dad Bod. We're working on something right now with Pop's Purpose, and we're actually going to put out a collaborative shirt. You definitely Spanks. Yeah, Spanks. Definitely. Yo, I have to. Yo, 100% of go yo, to hundred, yo, the Black Lives Matter movements. <laughs> yo, speaking, speaking of Spanks, yo, there was some fucking cornball on Anthony's page. He put up some posts and he sends it to me. He was a side, yo, B, look it a group of uh collective thinkers and then there were these trolls on his page like going in like this isn't what dad bods look like so i had to scorch him bro like i went in and i was like fat veteran i was just like why is that shit on block fucking coward like i became a troll for like a cool 30 minutes and then i was done but um we're gonna put together something and we wanted to we were talking last night and we're actually going to be working on it today. So like, I don't want to be premature and saying too much, but we're doing something that's going to benefit um, youth homelessness in Minnesota and Minneapolis. Yeah. And then also in Compton as well. Cause we wanted to do Hell two yeah. locations, 
But I know everybody is like very, very hard set on like Black Lives Matter and even the George Floyd Fund. They're getting so much national attention. We want it to go something small that's going to really impact the cities that are affected by like yeah. the injustices. So like, because even the yeah, even the Freedom Fund, they're like, yo, we got too much money, yeah, like to bail these folks out, like go to give it to other people. So we'll on our end too. Um, we'll update with funds that you can keep contributing to wherever no city doubt. you're from. Shout us out, let us know, and we'll do the research for you. For so sure. you ain't got to do it. No, hundred percent. We'll help man. out in that way we can. And shout out to Ant Man that the man's been. I don't know him, but the man's been a man of his word every time man. since I've known you. So I know that shit's gonna come to fruition. So hopefully, nah, I mean, it'll be we'll soon. It'll be within week. the next couple of weeks, man. But we're gonna drop it, and then the the proceeds are gonna go to those two different collectives, man. But we're gonna run it through Pop's purpose. And then, ironically, I did want to. One last shout out for me, and I just um, there's a barista. Her name is Juju at um, Offset Coffee. Um, mm-hmm. She is like out here front line and like vocally. Like if you go to her social, I think it's Sunflower underscore Juju. Um, this young black woman, like she is like so fired up and charged up, and like I I appreciate it. And she actually um, donated to Pop's Purpose already. We had a couple donations yesterday. I don't know where they came from or how or why, but I, I just appreciate it and just know that we're going to put that money towards um, directly towards those two funds that I was mentioning to you guys earlier. But Juju's really dope because she's um, she said, like, it's not it's not even like the 40, she's like, and you know, it was, you know, it was ill when you realize you're old. She's like, it's not for like the forties and the 50 year olds to fight like this. It's our job is like my generation to fight because you guys, are you, you guys have been fighting. I was just like, yo, you got to relax. Like, what do you mean? You people yo, you got to relax. <laughs> and then I realized I was like, you're right. <laughs> but no, I'm tired, man. Uh, everyone's tired, man. And um, I appreciate the young energy out there, man. Like they're really front lining yeah. out here, man. And that's, Man, that's so honorable, man. I salute all the young people out there, like young Vito versus the young people, man. Like you guys are really we, carrying the torch, and I, I salute every one of you guys. I'm saying there. a lot of that shit, bro. Even in the South Bay yesterday, man, when I was like in the streets yesterday, I saw a bunch of kids at fucking in fucking Redondo Beach, like protesting. I was like, oh, well, that's- I saw the Manhattan Beach protest, and I was offended by it because it was all white people, and I was like, hey, listen. Fuck which way off of which streets? Because I went off of I was off of Hot I want to say Redondo and Hawthorne. No, I said there it was, was Manhattan like, Beach. Okay, they did their own <laughs> protest, and I was just like, "Can we not? I don't want you guys to protest." <laughs> Is it? I mean, they probably I don't know. I mean, if they're out here doing it, fuck it. But they need to do out. They need to do more than just that. Hundred you know percent. I mean? Let's so that average if you income have, median over there. That's different so if y'all got questions about doing more than just like protesting and shit like that man hit us up and we'll help out as best we can and we'll keep putting stuff out there for us i know i do apologize for us not being more active on the popscast page i know but if you need more resources follow b at the hip hops follow me at retro boogie and we'll keep putting stuff out there for you guys yeah well we'll, i'm making i'll make a commitment to do more on the popscast page um i know we're just so heavy into our own stuff right now like on our pages that it's easier to do that and like that's where like the following is for most of it so like i get it but we'll we'll do better at that and then we'll get some we'll get some shit going and also the pop's purpose too like i'll use that to make sure we put out um valuable information about like different places that we can contribute to so hell yeah hell yeah with that said, man, shit, we got a lot more to talk about about this shit, but we're not trying to make an eighteen-hour podcast on some no Joe doubt. Rogan shit. Nah, no doubt. So, uh, with that said, man, that said, man, fear of Black Planet. That's the episode. Don't you forget it. Don't you forget Black Lives Matter. 
All, all right. Good. Yellow Peril stands with Black Power. And if you guys are putting that message out there as Asian Americans, read up on Richard Aoki, mm-hmm. who was an informant for the government and was part of the Black uh, was part of the the. He, I guess he he got he got cool with the Black Panther Party, but his picture is being posted around here. Educate yourselves on that because he oh, was man. a government informant. So I'm not putting that. I'm not putting his picture up like that no more. Um, and yeah, man, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Love everybody. Stay safe out Love there and man. do we what got, you can. And we got some good episodes coming soon too, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Not to not to tip our hand, but we got no, some good man, shit coming up. All right, brother. We'll, we'll catch you guys. All right, Peace man. out to everybody, man. Be safe out there. Keep fighting a good fight. Catch you in a couple weeks, man. No doubt. Peace.